the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The Answer San Diego presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. And yes, we are here and alive. No dead air this morning. Dead air this morning. We are back. Now you got to listen to us. And <laughs> <laughs> now you got to listen to us. That, that's great. That's great. All right. So, um, actually, apologized last week. Uh, a little bit of misfortune and and uh, some things went awry. And uh, me and Kevin were in the parking lot. And it's very hard to to. Uh, um, um, talk on the radio from the parking lot. So it, uh, we were just there and with, with my father texting me like, great intro, dead air. What's going on over there? <laughs> so, but uh, we apologize if you tuned into the show and missed us last Saturday. Uh, uh, we wanted to be here, but uh, uh, some things just uh, prevented it from happening. There was, there was a problem. I hope everybody had a wonderful 4th of July. Um, did you have a good 4th of July? I had an awesome 4th of July. It looks like you haven't combed your hair since then. I know. Who's going to comb their hair at 5 o'clock in the morning? What do I need to do that for? <laughs> Actually, you know what? The barbershop hair open up. I'd probably get a haircut. Your, your hair is not politically correct right now. Nope. <laughs> it's not. All right, folks. You want to know something? I still oh, got no, hair. Probably not. I probably don't want to I still know. have hair. So do I. <laughs> I'm just bald by choice. <laughs> I am. If I don't, if I don't shave this th- beautiful um, uh, hair every morning, it grows like a weed. That's good. It is good, but, it, but I just it, let it grow. I just let it grow. All right, folks. <laughs> welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Once again, apologize if you tuned in last Saturday and we weren't here. Uh, we meant to be, but uh, things kept us from being here. There, we're also replaying the show this week. If uh, you know, if anybody wants to listen to it live from eleven to twelve uh, here on uh, eleven seventy and uh, ninety six point one uh, KCBQ. And uh, it'll be on again today. What are you doing? I'm going to have to listen to myself later. You're going to listen to yourself later? I have a feeling you talk to yourself all the time. I do. Yeah, I figured you'd so. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I do want to remind folks the show is brought to you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which is West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for over 27 years now. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue out there in East County, taking care of folks. AAA approved and smog certified for over seven years now. And along with West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified over there in Central San Diego for over three years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmissions, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, right there in the Golden Triangle. AAA approved and star certified. For over a year, part of the West Automotive Group. Uh, now, all of us at the West Automotive Group, myself, my employees, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. And the West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Uh, we have multiple arms to try to help you out. If you have a concern, need your vehicle fixed, get in to see us. Number one, get it diagnosed properly with us, and then we'll go from there for sure. But we're here to help you out in any way we can. You can also take advantage of our no-charge CertiCare transmission diagnosis. Uh, if you think you have a transmission problem or somebody's told you you have a transmission problem, get your vehicle in to have a diagnosed by our professional transmission uh, uh, experts. The reason for this is... Uh, 
we hire master technicians, plus we're trained in the automotive field very well. So for a specific reason, and the reason for that is we see vehicles come in that do not have a transmission problem. But since we know so much about transmissions at every other part of the vehicle, why we hire master technicians, uh, if there's a concern that's not transmission related, but other folks think it is, we can diagnose and get you set in the right direction, often saving you money. It's uh, very important to us to make sure you're taken care of. We'll also offer shuttle rides to or from work at home in all locations and low-cost rental vehicles at any of our four locations. Uh, go to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. And from there, you can cruise through and see all about us. And you can also click on uh, uh, Auto Talk Radio from there. It takes you right there for the podcast and all that stuff. Along with, uh, you can also go check out The Auto Man, where I'm The Auto Man uh, uh, for Fox 5 News on Wednesday mornings and uh, The CW on Friday mornings and Friday evenings. So uh, check it out, westautomotivegroup.com. This morning, give us a call, 1-888-344-1170, 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, me and Kevin are here to talk to you about. Right, Kevin? Yep. Even with his hair looking the way it is. Yep. It's all good. Yep, yep. This is, this is when you're in perfect work form right now. Perfect work form. That's true. <laughs> anyway, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We'll talk to me about anything automotive-related. We are talking about everything you need to know about batteries today, though. Really good stuff. So we're here to to discuss that, right? Yes. Okay, without question. Everything so, you need to know about batteries. You got it. And more. And more. All right, well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's grab Rick real quick. Good morning, Rick. Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing amazing. How about yourself? Good. How, how's your counterpart there? I'm awesome. His hair's all messed up, but he's doing good other than that. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's typical for Kevin. That That is true, Rick. So true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up and an attaboy for that West uh, El Cajon automotive shop. Um, you guys have been taking care of uh, my 98 Chevy Metro LSI for over 10 years started out with your Escondido job uh, location and Kevin overhauled a five-speed trainee for me and it's been going hot guns ever since but I I went to uh, get a fuel induction uh, some time back within the last month and my fuel consumption went from 22 to 36 miles to the gallon. That's a big change. That's awesome. Yeah, it was uh it was 2 years and I I kind of uh overlooked that that process and then um this last week I had my AC system checked out and uh, Nick did the job your tech there at West uh, El Cajon. Yep, yep. The guy, the guy's a magician. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a great tech. He is. Re- he is really, really proficient. And uh, that's not to say anything uh, less about your front office with uh, Chris being the manager and uh, Marshall Dillon there, uh, <laughs> Mr. Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As uh, as the fill in for Jessica, who I I miss talking with, but I uh, she I, was I amazing her, too, for sure. Yes, but. she she was she was like my daughter incarnate. <laughs> uh, she 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 really made things uh, so pleasant there. But Marshall Dillon's doing a great job. He's a great he got, he's a great guy. He was a great find and a great addition to the West Automotive Group for sure. And uh, just and, and, and I, I don't know if you remember, but he actually started with us as a shuttle driver. Um, but uh, oh yeah, he, he is. He knew he knew exactly where I lived on the <laughs> second trip. Yeah, he's I an mean, amazing he, guy, and and he's also so he's uh, kind of stepped up in our company and just great, great with people, and really cares about people, and just the right kind of you know we we have a saying at the West Automotive Group. He's just the right kind of people to be one of us. So. Uh, that's the, he's, he's a great, he's a great guy. Yeah. And, and Chris knows everything about everything. So, 
<laughs> I, I depend I depend on him to uh, give me the 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 right diagnosis and the best uh, avenue to uh, correct the condition. And when the car rolls out of the shop, it's in perfect shape. And uh, I've got 149,000 on it, and it runs like a top. She's running strong. There you go. And you got and you guys have done it. But I had a special question for Kevin. Sure. Um, Kevin, on on the five speed trainee on that LSI, uh, I'm I'm getting a little scratching on the second hole. It, is there something that can be done to adjust? Is is it not filling into the proper location? It doesn't happen. Well, when I go from first to second, uh, it 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 scratches. Uh, it, it seems like it's not going right into that second hole. Is there something there for an adjustment? To oh, you're talking about in? shift linkage or cables? Yeah, some, there may yeah, be adjustment exactly. on the cables for that. Um, there could be, but. Do you mean it's kind of like like it's grinding or or? Yeah, it, it just scratches, you know, just momentarily, and then it's a little rough going in. You know, I, well, you I'll, know what? Yeah, you, I'll, I'll I'll double clutch it, and it it goes in. Well, it could be a synchro starting to go, but you know what? You might try to do is change the fluid in it first. Yeah, when's the last time we serviced the fluid on it, Rick? Do you know? Well, it, it it's not fluid. It's um, it, it's the uh, it's a five speed transmission standard. Yeah, but it's got fluid in it too. Yeah, it does. So, and we should be servicing that uh, uh, every so often on that. Have we ever changed the fluid out since we did the trans many miles ago? Uh, no. Okay, then I uh, yeah, I'll I'll talk with Chris about that because uh, we should uh, uh, get that thing serviced. Uh, every 50,000 miles at least. Do you think we put more than 50,000? I'm sure you've put more than 50,000 um, miles on it since. No, 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 it hasn't. It hasn't been. Okay. Uh, let, let me, I'm just going through my, um, I'm just going through my um, fuel induction. Where is because, it now? W- Well, because what can happen is uh, with the fluid, uh, just like an automatic, it, it does, the viscosity on it starts to break down. And it has special additives in it for the synchros and blockers that uh, keep them uh, uh, working properly. And when the fluid starts to break down, it can cause different little issues like that. But uh, yeah, we we get it in and just yeah, just get it get her get her double checked for it because there's cables and bushings and and everything else that goes along with the shifter on that too. Yeah, it it was uh, it was serviced uh, one hundred and forty thousand eight hundred. So now it's at one forty nine. The trans so was not, the trans fluid was serviced then. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Trans, trans, trans axle assembly, clutch pressure okay. plate. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's got like nine thousand. Yeah. So we just need you. Can, we can double check all the shifter cable adjustments and all that on it for sure. Okay. Oh, great. All right, guys. Well, you have a good weekend. It's great to hear you without that uh, dead air. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, um, stay, stay, stay uh, safe out there and uh, look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Let us know. We'll get that in and double check that uh, shifting, okay? All right. Thanks, Brian. Have a good weekend, Kevin you, and Brian. You too. You Take too. care now. Be safe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good stuff. Great question. Hey, I didn't want to bring up the point, though. Like, even fluid, if it doesn't have a lot of miles on it, but it does have years from sitting, uh like oil, motor down. oil, well, it's not only that it breaks down, it does absorb uh, moisture. Correct. And, and even because, you know, some people say brake fluid, it doesn't have to. Well, the problem is brake fluid does the same thing. It, it, it does absorb moisture. That's why you'll start to get brake fade after it's in there for a while. So it's, it's a good idea. I, the fluid may not technically break down as it's just sitting there, but it will absorb moisture, which would cause it to be broken down when you drive it. So. I mean, there is that. It, it does do that for sure. I agree with you, hundred percent. And uh, it can it can start to have concerns, even so. Well, and then it causes because the moisture because the moisture just like in brake fluid, it'll it'll cause brake uh, fade because obviously you have the water in there boiling, 
so to speak. Uh, and, and it'll give you problems like that. No different with transmission, motor oil, uh, because, you know, especially motor oil transmission, you don't want no foaming going on there because what does the foam do? It doesn't really lubricate, so. Correct. Correct. And yeah. It's aerated. Yes. Which becomes a problem. For so, um, and and water intrusion will cause more of that than, because than, normally on motor oil standard transmission, you don't want to overfill it because of the aeration. Uh, if it's not aerating, it's not really a big major deal. Uh some, I mean, it's not that crucial, you know. If some people, if it's just a little bit over the line, they're they're worried about it. But if it's not, it's not aerating, it's fine. Uh, but you know, the the water in it can do the same thing. So. It can cause issues. Yeah, yes. it's it's not supposed to be that way, so it doesn't work as well as it should. For exactly, sure. for sure, for sure. All right, we're going to take our first break here this morning. Hey, folks, give us a call 888-344-1170. Bruce, hang tight. We'll be to you as soon as uh, we get done with this break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. And get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. I'm with my co-host, Kevin Bowersock, over there with his wonderful hairdo. Give us a call this morning, one 888 344-1170 here at The Answer San Diego where where it's Saturday morning Saturday morning on Auto Talk Radio for all your listening pleasure and questions anything automotive related give us a shout because we'll answer your questions for you at least we'll try right yep some of them still stump me to this day The answer that I always tell folks with today's cars and everything, you can ask me a question I may not know. I can find out, though. That's the key to it. Yes. Yeah. Because I know Just where to digging, look. keep digging, digging, digging. Well, I understand the principles, and I know where to look. So, for sure. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, let's grab Bruce real quick. Uh, thanks for waiting, Bruce. What you got going on, my friend? Okay, no dead air here. No dead air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've, I've got it, uh, an 03 um Explorer, and I've, it's got the original equipment uh, battery terminals on it, and uh-huh. uh, currently I'm having to use it uh, with a shim, or it won't make a good, uh, it won't tighten down anymore. So mm-hmm. I want to go to uh, an aftermarket battery terminal that I've seen, and I bet you guys have seen them too. They, uh, they're kind of specifically made for adding on uh, uh, 8-gauge wires or 10-gauge wires Mm-hmm. for aftermarket radios and things like that. And anyway, uh, if you've seen them, they, you'll recognize them. They have these holes where you insert the uh, strip cable mm-hmm. and uh, 0, 4, 8, or 10 gauge. And, mm-hmm. um, and then you tighten them down using a hex nut. And I'm just wondering how if you've seen these and uh, how's the integrity on these things? Are you talking about like uh, the kind that the the, uh, the battery cable goes into a solid hole and then there 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 is a, uh, like an Allen drive that's that is it exactly? Okay, okay. Um, they work. I mean, they use them a lot in in, in high end electronic stuff. Whenever they're adding things to a vehicle exactly. or other things, exactly. Um, so as long as done right, yes, they work, they can work amazingly. Uh, the best way to do that is to take, if you're going to cut the battery cable, uh, a couple things you need to look at. You need to make sure there's no corrosion been running down the battery cable because uh, what happens yeah, yeah. a lot of times is it get it becomes hidden underneath the wire sheathing. And if you're to cut it back a little bit, if you do so, when you cut the terminal end off and you cut the cable back a little bit and you peel the sheathing and it's all, there's a bunch of white corrosion in there. The cable's starting to build up internal resistance from battery acid, and the whole cable needs to be replaced. Yeah, uh, gotcha. And I've, but I've used the electric, uh, like 
dielectric uh, grease lube on it uh, mm-hmm. since since the beginning, and gotcha. so they're in perfect condition. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they don't give you any extra length, so I'm going to have to uh, cut through the old crimping mm-hmm. uh, to to get to the uh, wires and not shorten them one iota. Unfortunately, yeah, and see, and then what you need to do, what really should happen then. Is is you get a clean twist on the end of that, and then you sot, put put a coating of solder on it to hold them, keep them from from uh, uh, spreading the little fine wires, and then you stick it in into the end of that cable and then tighten it down, and that that will give you your best and and continued uh, connection and everything else. Yeah, and but uh, in, my, in my particular case, I'm not doing this for aftermarket anything. Mm. I've got the two. The original cables that go into it. One Correct. is a zero gauge, and the other is a four gauge. Correct. And uh, these provi- provided holes are specifically made to fit those two. Correct. And so it's, uh, like you say, probably just a little bit of uh, crimping them together, the wires together to get them to insert into yeah. the holes. Well, like the solder doesn't add any circumference to it, but what it does right. is keeps them together in a clean pack. So that you have oh, the best you. connection. Because otherwise, when you tighten that Allen head screw down through it, it's going to spread them and can gotcha. go right down through the bottom of them. So when you end up eventually with a loose connection. So um, that the correct way would be to, like I said, make sure that they're soldered properly and, and crimp them in there. Uh, the, the other option is to replace the cables, obviously, with factory cables, too. Oh, boy, I looked at that from the get-go because, you know, you can just buy the cables any length you want, but uh-huh. they're all taped together and hidden, and, you know, it's like a modern car. It's forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> uh, do them sometimes, yeah. and Well, and uh, some vehicles, uh, you would not want to replace the ends on these because they're integral with other things, so... It just it just depends. I believe you should be okay on that vehicle, but uh, uh, with some other vehicles, we just replace the cables with factory cables, even though they're a long running uh, uh, with multiple ends on them, etc. That's the right way to do it on some vehicles. So, well, but, specifically, your suggestion is right on with tinning the wires to keep them intact. However. Right. Uh, with a zero-gauge wire, you're talking about a pretty heavy-duty iron to melt solder onto those. Yeah, usually we use a, a little torch thing. That's how we do them. So, oh, yeah, the yeah, propane torch. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we use these little butane porch, torches, butane, actually. Yeah. yeah, and they, they heat the end of the wire quite quickly, and you can just solder, and it'll suck it right in there and gives you a nice, <laughs> nice, clean, uh, nice clean soldering on it. Okay, well, that's perfect, and that answers my questions. It's gotten a little more expensive, though, with buying a torch. Exactly, but you always have the torch to use next time. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for your help. No problem, Bruce. Thanks for listening. You have a wonderful, safe weekend out there. Be safe. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. So, great great question as far as with the, the battery. Just the little problems in a battery cable can cause you all kind of problems, too. Just saying. So, it's a good idea to have good ends. Um, you know what I have also noticed because we're all you know I mean obviously we're always talking about interstate batteries but I've noticed some of the lesser batteries mm-hmm. I mean you get them and the battery posts are too small already like if you get a cheaper oh, yeah. you, I, and we've that. all run into this where you put the battery in there and the battery cable's already loose on it because I mean obviously they cut corner when you know well sometimes the less terminal's less. already worn on, yeah, the, yeah. On, the, on the cable ends and then and then some of those batteries you're correct don't aren't fit right so which they yeah, how much money do you think it saves to make the lead terminal smaller? Well, I guess it depends how many batteries you're pumping out. I mean, I, you know, I could save you a couple million dollars, you it, know. It and, could. It could. It could for sure. Um, uh, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I sold a million batteries and got a little pile of lead. I saved a bunch of money, which is... Hey, the price of lead is, is expensive anymore. It is, and that's how they save money sometimes. Quality batteries are inevitably important so any i don't know if anybody's known another battery story i mean we're talking about batteries today and there's a lot to talk about batteries and the quality of batteries and i'll just throw this out there um do you know if you have let's say you take two group 24 batteries let's say we take a a a group 24 battery okay and we take it from from like interstate and then we take one from somebody else not to be named okay do you know how you tell can tell the difference in quality of the two batteries without doing I'm, any I'm like, test to it or nothing like they're cutting it apart none of that you know how you can tell the difference in quality okay tell me weigh them 
Oh, okay. Individually, I, you know why? I was like, what angle are we going? Because here? the design of a lead a lead lead cell battery, um, the the depends on how much lead and how it's distributed in the plates and stuff. This like is what that. I was talking about. So cheaper can, batteries, though. Yeah, you can take a Group Twenty Four. Let's just say you buy one from some 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 well known cheap auto parts place. I'm not going to say it. Dead air. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> and then you have an interstate. You wear, there, there'll be a weight difference. There's, then the well, interstate see, will be point. a heavier battery. Even the, the terminals are just the part you can see that it's got less lead in it. That, then we put less lead. You well, cut they, little corners all over this battery. You save 50 bucks on each battery that way. Or they're way. not set, insulated between each plate properly. Or they're not. There's all different yeah. things that can go wrong with a battery. There's a lot to a battery. There is no question in my mind. So it's one of those things for sure. So, uh, you need to, there, there's, that's what Kevin was like, how much are we going to talk about batteries? But there's a lot of things when you're dealing with batteries, you know, and the average battery. And when you buy a new car manufacturers, batteries, they're not the highest quality either tires, batteries, unless you're buying like a performance vehicle, tires and batteries are typically two of the places that they skip because they're wearable items and they're not warranted for more than than a short period, no. unlike the rest of the car, where it's important to make the engine last and all those kind of things. So, uh, very important stuff. Um, so, when talking about batteries, we gotta. But the story I was gonna tell is, you know, I've been working the the Miramar store. Um, uh, we have Kristen and Todd over there, and uh, and and uh, technicians Troy and Hector, and uh, been working with those guys and and uh, all this past week and the week before and stuff, getting that things up and running. Kristen is new to our team and doing an amazing job. And we appreciate her a lot. But uh, um, an old gentleman, older gentleman came in. He's like 85 years old, and he's been a customer for a long time. And he said, unfortunately, he says the battery was dead in my wife's Camry, and I was trying to put a battery in it, I, and I lost the he, – he's a German gentleman. He had a like, thick accent. I was trying to understand what he's saying. He's like, I lost a piece to the battery. And I was like, a piece to the battery? Like the cover? No, he lost he lost the hold-down rod. You know, it's got right, one right, rod, right. and it runs across the battery, and then a bolt goes into the – to the cross member. Yeah. yeah. The and then the other one. Bolts support. The, yeah. Yeah. So he goes, I, I don't know what happened to it. It fell down in the motor. And I was like, Oh, okay. So he's like, I, I don't, I don't really want to have the car towed over here for that. That's why I was putting a battery in. So I was like, I grabbed my shuttle driver. I'm all, let's follow him. Cause he just lived up the street right over here in UTC actually. So, cause he was working at the mirror stars. So I just followed him over there and looked and I looked down in there. I'm like, I don't see it. So then I looked under the car cause there was a parking lot and it was on the ground. Well, there it is. So, well, as so I get told, older, I told Tony, to get my, the ground. my Tony, the shuttle driver, who's a young guy, I'm all, climb over there and get that thing. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Tony's at work clothes. I'm, I, so got it. I, we put it all together for him and got him all started up and stuff. And he's like, let me give you $40. I'm all, I don't want your money, man. I just came over here to help you out real quick. So I said, I tell you what, give Tony $20 and he'll buy all the guys, um, you know, uh, whatever kind of flavored water or Starbucks drink they want or whatever. I said, so, and that'll be, and he was just ecstatic. He was the nicest old guy ever, you know, and I just was like, eh, you know what, here, just give Tony the money and he'll buy all the guys in the shop can have a Starbucks on you or whatever. Right, you know, right. Which That's good. good though. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. So I got a couple things to say that though. As you get older, it's getting harder to get to the ground. And number two, I can be in a parking garage the size of a football field and 20 feet away from the car. If I drop something, I swear it's going to go underneath the car. Probably does. <laughs> It always happens. <laughs> Truly what happens. All right. We're going to take our last break here real quick. Uh, give us a call. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Hey, Billy, hold on, man. We'll be right with you as soon as we come back after this break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man. Here on Auto Talk Radio, Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Thanks for tuning in this morning. No dead air. We've been promised that will never happen again, right, Brendan? (laughs) (laughs) He does an amazing job. 
I think the guy's working too hard and he had to sleep in. That's, that's what I'm saying. I try not, not to make promises like that because then what happens to you in two weeks? Then, <laughs> then your batteries all die in the house. The SDG and E goes off and I'm your pretty, alarm really doesn't go off again. <laughs> you, you, you know, I have a, I have a battery-operated alarm clock. So besides the cell phone, I set that and I also set the battery-operated alarm clock. I, I got something similar to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I do that because I'm 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 always nervous about like, yeah. I I don't. I am too. But this I've morning, overslept before. This morning, I forgot to set my alarm last night. I woke up at five ten. I was like, <laughs> I tried to get my feet out of bed by Hi, five. Folks, that explains his hairdo. <laughs> I know, <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> I like to enjoy well, thanks, a cup of coffee before thanks, I leave the house, you know, for showing up the funniest part last week. And well, real quick, let me uh, I, I want to make sure that everybody knows that the show is also uh, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. No question about it. That's why we do not stock nor sell anything else at the West Automotive Group. Uh, if you need an automotive related battery, head up, hit up WestAutomotiveGroup.com. That's WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Get an appointment. We'll get you in. Get you taken care of. We are here for you here in San Diego and uh, uh, treating everybody like family. If you need a battery or anything else automotive related, westautomotivegroup.com. We'll get you taken care of. Um, Also, if you need a battery for any other need that's not automotive related, Interstate's got amazing batteries. So check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. So what were you saying? You forgot. We were talking about that. No, I said I woke up late. Oh, yeah. And then you start talking. I'm always talking. We're, I, I know. know. We're just sitting over here listening. <laughs> <We're> just, everybody's <laughs> just listening. Um, anyway, give us a call, folks. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related here on The Answer San Diego as you're listening to Auto Talk Radio. We'll answer the question for you. Either that or Kevin will just stare at me. Yep. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two. For all sure. All right. Let's grab Billy. What's up, Billy? Hey, what's happening, guys? Good morning. morning. How are you doing this morning, my friend? Doing doing good, bud. Brian, it's been a long time since I talked to you, man. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. How are you doing? Well? I'm doing well. My good. son and I are working on a 1987 Jeep Wrangler, and I actually have an interstate battery in it, and it's a great battery. <laughs> um, my question is, how can, what's the best way to hook up a kill switch on it so it won't start unless you flip this particular switch? I don't want to put a master disconnect because then that messes with the radio. It makes the clock go crazy which yeah the 1987 the clock still works yeah and even the pcm on it though because even even though it is old that that vehicle has a uh powertrain control module on it it should uh is that carbureted or fuel injected should be fuel injected it is carbureted oh it is carbureted carbureted. but i bet it has a mixture solenoid and all that on the carburetor of that thing for sure um yeah so anyway you don't want to be clearing them although the the powertrain control module or computer as we called it back then is rudimentary you still don't want to be clearing it all the time because it it does okay. does learn drivability concerns so you know what the, what i would do is this i uh, put a kill switch in and you just want to keep it from starting correct right yeah i had a problem somebody stole my truck a while back and it's mm-hmm. just you know once bitten twice shy and i want there to be a switch where i know where it's at it, perfect don't flip the switch it's not going to start so the best thing on that would be the wire that goes down to the uh, initial solenoid engagement for the starter that small wire yeah 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 you can yeah put a kill switch in that and i would just hide it i same thing on my 67 mustang i have one of those uh and the signal which is called the signal wire off the ignition switch that runs out to engage yeah. the solenoid just yes Put, hide it somewhere and, and and cut that thing and and put put the switch in there and it'll work just fine. Just make sure you have enough. The amperage of the switch is high enough. Okay, cool. Yep. And other than that, that's good. Then no matter what, they'll turn the key all day long. It won't start until that switch is flipped. That's awesome, yep. man. You guys do a great show. I, I was I, Kevin texted me this morning. I was, I was really excited to hear what you guys are doing. Brian's out in the backyard. <laughs> putting in my pool right now so say hi to him too. oh hey brian hi brian <laughs> yeah, the whole crew's there <laughs> and, and you know you know yeah, you know brian. you know who's on the line next that we're going to talk to is mike som oh really yeah he's so he's got, got, the, got the whole crew got the whole, whole, whole ohio crew's listening in today so and, and my dad too because he was texting me this morning <laughs> yeah are you gonna he, he he likes to he's got like are you gonna have dead air today 
That's that's what he started with this morning. Because if you don't know, we had an issue last week that uh, we ended up not being on the air. But uh, um, well, it sounds like you got some dead hair in there somewhere. But Kevin's got some know. bad hair. That's what you meant. I should send you a picture of this. Yeah, you it's don't like want to talk to Billy about the, the bad hair, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, and hi, Mister Bowersock, wherever you are. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Billy, great uh, to hear from you, man. Uh, thanks, guys. Have t- a great day. You, you too. too. Talk to you soon. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. So, good question, though, to keep from get stealing, get your vehicle stolen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, so that's, so, a, a, another funny story about a kill switch, though, uh, my 67 uh, Mustang, factory four-speed, um, I don't know if you remember back in the day, you you actually, you didn't even live in San Diego yet, that was, was right that- after I built it, and me and Jennifer were getting married in, in Ohio, uh, um, this is right when... I remember the story. Yeah, right before even Zach was, before Zach was even born. And so we were driving back to Ohio, and we're driving from San Diego, and a good friend of mine, Jamie, lived out here, and his brother, Scott. I was going to say, wasn't it Scott that flipped? It was Scott. (laughs) So, and I'll never forget where this happened, right? So we're in, so we decide we're going to drive my Mustang, but you know, I just got out of the Navy, and and we're going to get married, and we're buying a house. We already had bought a house out here in San Diego, and because uh, I've been stationed out here, and I got a job, and so we took, you know, you know I'm just getting out of the neighborhood. We're going to take 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 two weeks. I'm going to drive back to Ohio. We're going to get married. Jen flew back, um, but uh, she's like, I ain't riding with you crazy people. Mm-mm. So anyway, uh, uh, we, <laughs> we're, we're in New Mexico, right? And we're flying through. <laughs> I'm driving, all of a sudden the car goes, and Scott's sitting in the front seat, and Jamie's in the back, and Jamie's son was actually with us. And uh, uh, and and Scott reaches up, and I didn't realize what he did, but he's messing around, and he feels this switch, so he just turns it off, and the car goes because I I actually it was had it in the coil. I had two of them. Yeah, I had one that went to uh, cutting power to the coil, also, which would cut the ignition on this car. It was over on the passenger side. And I didn't see what he did. And of course, so I coast off the side of the road and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> We're stuck in the middle Not of nowhere. Nowhere. I mean, nowhere. Like lightning off in the distance, all these pine trees, you know, in New Mexico. I'm like, there's, no, you're, there's, there's probably not anything around for 100 miles on them all. Well, that could be bad. So I get out, open the trunk, and I'm like, okay, well, start with the basics. You know, do we got fuel up? Oh, yeah, we got fuel at the car brand here. Okay. Right. Got no spark. Got no spark. So I'm like checking different things and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, oh no. So I go and open the door. I'm all, did you touch something? He's all, yeah, there's like a switch under there. I'm all, all, you didn't realize when you turned the switch off that the car quit running? He's all, oh no, I didn't put two and two together with that. So I like flip the switch, car starts up. You just say, I said, you're going to sit there the rest of the trip and keep don't your t- hands off everything. <laughs> don't touch anything in this car, man. What is wrong with you? Anyway, good times. That's what friends are about for sure. There's yes. No question. So that's, that's, that's my thing to a kill switch. Scott yeah. may be listening this morning. <laughs> to too. be honest with you, it's a good thing that, <laughs> I know, right. that I know so much about cars because, um, I mean, we were only there for like 10 minutes, right? You know, I'm just checking the bit and then all of a sudden I'm like, there's no spark. Why would there be no spark? <laughs> Oh, that's because there's no power to the coil. Wow. Good thing I had some tools with me to check it out. Anyway, all good. All right, let's grab Mike real quick. Good morning. Good, good morning, morning Mike. Mike. How you doing, my friend? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man, just working through some automotive stuff over here and crazy stories. Uh, man, I never heard that one about Scott. I'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah, wait till you yeah, smack him in the back of the head when you see him. Wow. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. As soon as I figure out this damn uh, Liberty, I tell you, it's driving me nuts. I've Kevin's, done everything. Kevin was telling me you're having overheating problems with that bad boy. Yeah, big time. And it, it every, I mean, every time it's 15 minutes of driving or so, 10 minutes of driving just starts creeping up and then it pegs. Done the thermostat, done the water pump, have put a you, radiator in it. Have you, wow. Have you done a, a chemical block test on that bad boy? I have. I have, yeah. Earlier it's on, negative. yeah, and it passed. And it didn't uh, change color at all. Still blue. When you okay, so when you and I'm sorry, just I'm going to throw a couple questions out here real quick to you. Fifteen minutes of of driving it. What is it like? Freeway or town? Does it do the same? It doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, I even added a clutch fan to it, and it didn't have one, but a tow package apparently does have it, and 
she didn't know that, so I just wouldn't have had, you know, put okay. a fan on it. It still didn't make any difference. It can't hurt, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Um, I'm wondering, we were just talking about that. We've had a few of these, and, and one of the way, another way that we diagnose them off, often is we'll take uh, this, we have smog machines because state of California requires smog on all vehicles, uh, but any five gas analyzer, somebody has one, uh, you might, and we'll pull the radiator cap off of that thing and run it for a little bit, and then you don't stick it in the coolant, obviously, because it'll destroy the five gas, but just just above it, back and forth, if you start to pick up any hydrocarbons, that thing has a very small head gasket leak, and it's just pressurizing in the cooling system, and it's just got to be at the right time. And sometimes the block test chemical won't pick it up. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, that's, I mean, it's indicative of. I mean, it just seems to be. But every time I, you know, it passes with the uh, the block tester, but it just seems like it builds pressure, and it, sure enough, it just pegs. Can I ask you something? Does time. does it when it pegs like that? Does it blow coolant out into the reservoir? It, that's the thing. The reservoir is too cloudy, really, to see in there. And then by the time it's so hot, uh-huh. I want to, you know, pop the cap. You definitely know, not. But, yeah, yeah. And, and I bled it several times. I guess there's a bloody bleeding procedure for it, and to no avail. And I just it's driving me nuts. Well, let me ask you this. So, before the water pump and thermostat and radiator, you all did you did all of that because this vehicle was overheating, right? Well, yeah. Well, the, the water pump was leaking externally anyway, and plus I knew it had a plastic impeller. So I thought, well, just if it overheated at all, I want to you know take that out of the gate right there. And then the thermostat, of course, with a wax pellet, threw that in there. And from there, you know, we went through the radiator and the fans. The cooling fans were acting goofy. It was an aftermarket uh, cooling fan, so I went ahead and put a cooling fan in a known good one from the junkyard. Um, granted, but... Put it in there two speeds. Now the speed doesn't seem to be as high as I'd like it to be mm-hmm. on high because it's got a high and low speed relay. But um, it, I mean, it's still it doesn't doesn't really matter. It's yeah, still but, it, it's but like you're driving. Yeah, you're, you're driving, driving down the road. The, driving the, the vehicle anyway. You don't. The fans aren't that imperative uh, because right. if you, as long as you're not towing something, you know. But driving just drive. I right. mean, you get up on the freeway and it still overheats. You should have plenty yeah, of airflow anyway. That you don't need a fan. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's in traffic, driving, or highway. It doesn't matter. It, it's 10 minutes, boom. Oh, pegs right up there. Yeah, something yeah. somewhere is definitely, uh, after some driving, uh, sounds to me like you, you may be having an issue. And it may not even be a head gasket. It may be something like a, what motor's in this vehicle again? 3.7. Three, 3.7 three, liter, okay. Uh, it could be a small crack in, in the cylinder head or or something like that that just at the right time. They, they, I mean, it's got a plastic intake, a plenum. Normally, those intakes don't go into anything else, though. It'll, it'll externally leak, or you'd burn it down the exhaust. It'd one be of the ingesting two. it, and then you'd be getting out the white tailpipe. Smoke. Yeah, white smoke if it on the intake. So um, gotcha. that that you, it usually won't co- cause an. And the only way that would cause an overheat is by it ingested so much coolant that the coolant level went low. So gotcha. that yeah, that does sound heard. like you're having that problem. No, no. I'll try that gas analyzer, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time no here. No problem. But. Yeah, let us know. Keep us appraised. If you can find somebody with a gas analyzer, uh, uh, see if it's got some hydrocarbons coming up out of there. It's only been like yeah. twice in 25 years, but you know what? I think twice in 25 years we've found it that way. Exactly. And the blue man. the blue chemical didn't change on us. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take- it just, it's driving me nuts. It really is. I tell you, I've been driving, doing everything else. but So, yeah, I'll try that and see if I can't find it. Let I us know, Mike. you guys, man. You got it, man. Hey, be safe. Good talking to you. Yeah. You got it, man. Peace out. See you, brother. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Good question, though. That's one of those hard ones. We've had a few of those in the lifetime, you know? There's, <laughs> I love it when they say theory. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of things up are on theory, but sometimes things just don't collaborate with theory all the time well sometimes saying. things don't follow the rules of repair that's my point there's an, <laughs> well, you know what he's had, rule, i call he's, the rules of repair and sometimes and, and the bad thing is especially if he if if for some reason and we've all had this happen to us like he put the new thermostat in there we we all thought we had a known good part and it turned out to be not and i'm just using the thermostat i'm not saying but sometimes it starts making you doubt yourself because you thought you put a well-known part in there and it just wasn't as good as you thought it was correct and folks no we at the West Automotive Group have some of the most amazing technicians that we all work with together and everything. But there are times that we collaborate because there are issues like, you know, like yesterday I was talking to, I actually uh, was talking to, to Johnny Johnson 
uh, about a Chrysler. John right, knows right. a lot, lot about Chryslers, right? I mean, a ton. That's his specialty. And I, I gave him a call. I said, uh, we have a, we have a uh, 2016 uh, Chrysler van in with a 3.7 uh, motor in it. And I said, uh, um, diagnose misfire. The misfire's all fixed. That's fine. But the lady said, she says, I have this weird knocking noise that comes and goes. So we sit there with the engine running. You get it up and warm. And all of a sudden it go. The noise goes away. I was like, what is that? So we were like, and me and Troy, and I'm like listening to it. And I'm like, well, it's inside the motor. I know that. I can, you can hear it. <laughs> it's a squirrel. But, what now? Something's in there. Not so. And I know those have rocker issues, cam issues, stuff like that. But I've never, I mean, so I called him and talked to him. He's all, he's all, yeah, it's a rocker issue. Just starting. He's all, so you caught it really early? Because he says most people don't, don't pick up on that noise. They just keep driving until it breaks, you know? He's all, but he's all that. The, what, what happens is the, the needle bearings in that rocker are starting to wear, and it gets off just and a little it bit. It goes, knock, knock. And then it goes back into place, and he said, then it does make noise for a while. I said, no, because the car drives like a champ. Doesn't send any codes, no, and not anymore. So it had a bad coil, so that's all fixed. But, I mean, it doesn't send, but it knocks. This so is a good she, time to replace that. And you she's save got the an motor. extended warranty. There ain't no lie to that. Is a good time to replace it. So we called them and and they uh, they approved uh, going inside. To, yeah, they'd much know, rather approve it now than have to replace the whole motor. They're gonna have to replace a motor if it goes sideways. <laughs> no lie about that. The thing might need cams, etc. But but we'll we'll see what happens. So just just a you know. But there is a lot of automotive stuff out there that in the beginning or the start of it or something like this. Now, if he drives that car long enough to overheat, then the motor will melt down, just needs a motor. After you, if you put a motor in, Mike, I guarantee you, it won't overheat anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but that's I wouldn't say that because you never know. <laughs> well, we already put a radiator and everything in it. I mean, there's not much more to the cooling system of that bad boy. You know, this is a bad thing because, and I even said something to him about, I've had, radi- I remember one time, Jeff showed me this radiator. He's like, dude, I, ha- I they brand put a new, no, no, hold on. Yeah, brand new. But they put they put a trans. The reason that this one came about was they he had done the transmission in this truck, okay, mm-hmm. and then three three months or whatever it was, less than a year later, all of a sudden the transmission's overheating. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, the guy had put a radiator in it, and it was a really cheap radiator. There, because like the transmission cooler part of it's in the tank has like yeah, fins right. on it. Yep, cider. This cheap. Bottom. This company that came from China. All there was, he said, dude, all it was was like a transmission line that went from one thing to the next. Oh, there was no cooler actually. Yeah, there. it was just a tube that ran around yeah, in so there. The so ran around. there was nothing to, like to draw the heat out and, of the. And, and if it was a normal car that you didn't tow with or not, it probably would have been okay. Yeah. It was, yeah, it well, was I don't even know. No, he, he said it was overheating like on extended drives by itself. Oh, so weird. But what? that's what I'm saying. If 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 somehow a part got re- you know even he replaced a part and it's not good. He's oh, you're moving. Go, you're going to get me right back to quality of parts oh, and, and do and, and what we talk to people about. So when your car's broken and you call around and you ask a price, the price to put that radiator in that Kevin's talking about is a couple hundred bucks less. So, and if you're a person that that's not asking questions like, "Is this a quality facility? Do you use quality parts? Are, are drug free environment? Are your technicians certified?" Those are the important things to ask when getting your car fixed. Not, oh, hey, this place is two hundred. I've seen this a hundred times. Where somebody's like, "This place was two hundred fifty dollars cheaper." Yeah, and the quality that you got was two hundred fifty dollars. Well, that's the thing. There's friend. a reason that's it's. There's a reason it's two hundred fifty dollars cheaper normally. Some I mean, people can't figure that out, though. I mean, especially in this day and age, you need scanners. You need, you know, and and that's uh, the the technology part of this is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tools are getting expensive too. Because yeah, and I was expensive. I, well, I was telling my wife last night, back in nineteen eighty eight, when I bought my Snap on wobble sockets. Uh-huh. They were like twelve bucks a piece. Them things are now like thirty five. No, a they're piece. like fifty five bucks a piece That's now or something. Yeah, the impact ones are expensive, so it's all good. Hey, let's grab uh, Bruce real quick. Uh, good morning, Bruce. Sorry to keep you holding. What you got going on, my friend? Uh, based on your experience, buying a used car with a hundred thousand miles on it, would it be advisable to drop the oil pan and see if it's sludged up when you don't know the history of the car? Nah, you it's know what? Oil you- pans. Sludge up like they used to years ago. Not like they used to. Uh, back in the day, my dad's going to love that. Back in the day, oils used to have a lot of paraffins in them and created a lot more sludge if they weren't changed out regularly. Today, most motors and the quality, and like at the West Automotive, we only stock full synthetic oils. We don't do anything else anymore. So motors tend to not have that issue. But if you were concerned, I wouldn't remove the oil pan. Uh, uh, you could. 
you most times uh, have an access to a valve cover, run a boroscope down in there if you really wanted to, and you could see, and it would be sludged up in the valve cover valley if it was sludged up anywhere. So, but I, we don't see that a lot in a hundred thousand miles. That most cars these days are barely broken in. What year car is it with a hundred thousand miles? Well, it's a Volvo, but uh, isn't it isn't uh, a newer car though? You know, years ago we used to use a can of what was called motor flush. Yeah, which is which is kind of a kerosene or something. Correct, correct. No, we there's engine flush available like through BG still, um, but cleans motors out, and and usually that's more for a motor that hasn't been serviced properly. Uh, but yeah, my suggestion is on a car like that, I wouldn't be worried about that. I'd be more worried about doing a AAA pre-purchase inspection, good get good inspection on the vehicle, make sure it's worthy, and before you purchase it, and do a Carfax, make sure it hasn't been wrecked. That's very important, also. So, yeah. all righty. So, hey, Bruce. We used, to, we used to put a can of uh, Rizalone. Yeah, I know. I don't even know if you can buy this stuff. It's like syrup. I would not put that in any new motors these days. So, uh, hey, Bruce, we're going to have to run. This is uh, going to be okay. the end of the show. Thank hey, you. thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Have a good weekend. Sure. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Right. Bye. So, anyway, folks, we appreciate you joining us here this morning. Man, time went fast. Appreciate all the calls. The Saturday morning went bam, we're gone. Appreciate uh, getting together with all, all the K-Town boys that were uh, calling in mm. and stuff, and old memories. Uh, for folks who don't know, that's where me and Kevin grew up was uh, Kettering, Ohio. So, uh, um Mr. Kettering, he invented the starter on the car. He did, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did, man. I know. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's where we grew up. Uh, uh, Used to be the Moraine uh, uh, truck truck plant and all that stuff was there too. Anyway, we appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. Check us out westautomotivegroup.com, and you can go to all the Auto Talk Radio stuff there and get the podcasts if you need them. Or tune in next Saturday, where you can get all the apps. This has been Auto Talk Radio on 1170. The answer, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. I know my friend Dave will love that one. Thanks for joining us, folks. Be safe out there until next Saturday. And have a great weekend. Take For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.